episode 178 of The Platformers, a show about games and nerd culture. I'm your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Joshua Mobley. I'm Chris Schreiber. And this week we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about Prey. We're going to talk about New York. Chris? Uh, And we're going to talk about the GameCube. Ladies and gents, where shall we That brand new hot thing that everyone's going to love. That hot... I would hotness. love to talk about my favorite portable console <laughs> <laughs> that comes comes complete yeah, with a handle. It did, it complete it with did a have handle. a handle that's pretty cool. I I often think about that, and I think that was pretty cool. Did anyone back in the day, Nintendo me? really had a handle on things? Oh, hey. Jesus. oh. got him! I actually did had anybody a, else I, use it for that? Yes, because I was I was going to say I had a case for it to take places, and it had like a hole cut for the handle. So you would put it through and then you could like hold the actual GameCube handle instead of like the bag having a handle. So I threw all my power supplies and like AV cables and all that into like a backpack. Mm -hmm. And then like I needed like a CD like sleeve, like a like a disc sleeve. But instead, I just brought all the cases with me. I just like looking at the art like, you know, whenever. Um, Yeah. And would it's like, like when you're a kid my... coming back from the game store and you pull the manual out of the case and you just read Dude, it. Kids today just don't understand. Like there was all when that you come custom... home with Zelda for like the Super NES and it has like the manual that has all yeah, the dude. monsters in it. It's like, yeah, dude, yeah, I'm going to fight this freaking dinosaur and... with a boomerang. You know what's funny? Made it's out like of bones. So many old games. And we just ran into this actually because uh, Nicole and I randomly started playing Blood Omen on the PS1 because it just we'd never done that. Wait, isn't that the first uh, Legacy the of first Kane Legacy game? Legacy of Kane game. Oh, it's, wow. It's basically like a Zelda game, but it doesn't tell you anything. And I'm like, man, I, I had to start looking up what stuff did or just like push the button and be like, what does this do? And it's like, oh, that guy exploded. Okay. Like, that's that's what that does. That's the explode <laughs> button. Yeah, that's the that's the spell that makes people explode. Like, it, it's uh, it's wild because back in the day, you would see that and you would just flip in the manual and be like, ah, Yes. You know, the the exploding spell. But now it's like everything's told to you in game. You don't even need manuals anymore. I don't even know if they make manuals anymore. Most games uh, that are sold physically do not have one. I I honestly can't even remember. Which is a stone cold shame. I mean, they don't, they save money. Or not, well, I guess they do save money, but they also save trees. They save money, yeah. Sure. But like. Sure, but like. Come on, man. At what cost? <laughs> Trees. How much? What, what is ink run? <laughs> here's, here's what I'll say. Day. Here's what I'll say. For every tree you chop down, plant two more and print my freaking manual. Sure. There you go. Sure. I mean, Trees, take a long time to gr- Trees take a long time to grow, though. Looking at all those pre-rendered um, like assets or like, like those high res like assets of like you know, Donkey Kong, like Donkey Kong or rare games in particular always had really good ones uh, for all their characters, even like the, the secondary characters. I think um, I got all of my Donkey Kong games secondhand, so I never had any of those. Oh man. Yeah. Like Donkey Kong country, um, 64. I freaking love those games too. I think I like traded games with like neighbors to get like every one of the Donkey Kong games. Oh wow. Start, I don't think I ever bought one. Did you new. start with a paper clip and just like go around, worked my way up <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then do this. And now I'm, you know, I'm, you know, uh, you know, a multimillionaire and I, I had this one simple trick. How I took this <laughs> paper clip and became a billionaire. <laughs> What's that the, the Simpsons meme where everybody's like, say the line. Yeah. And then it's like the article is like, oh, and this person owns their home because they were able to live with their parents and 
yeah. made like freaking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then they just didn't yeah. spend any money for like three years. And wow, they yeah. own a $500,000 house. It's like, that's oh, yeah. crazy. If you have an well, amazing job and don't have any uh, outgoing flow of cash, yeah. you can do so many it's things. It's incredible what you <laughs> can crazy. do with privilege. Anyway, yeah. video games. Video games. Video games. <laughs> yeah, I've, um, speaking back to the GameCube, but I have been, I constantly have to talk myself out of buying one of those, like, HD adapters for the GameCube, because, like... Oh, yeah, they're super know, expensive. They are. And, like, we all have high-end PCs. Like, they can all run pretty much every... Uh, GameCube game or Wii game and Dolphin like really well at this point. Um, but there's just something about popping in that tiny disc, saving your game on the memory card, and you know, it's plugging directly into that little box. It is. Yeah. There's nothing else like it. Well, I get it. Like, I just also like the convenience. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, digital games are great, and it's great to, like, I'm, I'm literally packing up for a move right now, and I have my entire game shelf, and I can pack all of it because all the games that I'm playing right now are all digital, which is great. Uh, but at the same time, like, let's be real, nothing really substitutes the feel of, like, a good, hefty cartridge. Yeah. Like, like I never had an N64. We, we've gone I into this, either. you know ad nauseum i asked for it every birthday and every christmas for the entire life cycle of the machine and then we were in singapore for like one or two months and my parents got me a like modded pirated game playing uh playstation one one yeah yeah which was great because it came with 30 burned games that were like some of the greatest games of all time like i got final fantasy 7 8 9 uh final fantasy tactics like chrono cross like all these freaking amazing games Man, Jedi Power Battles, Diablo, like all this stuff. Diablo on PS1 is terrible. <laughs> it is terrible, but it's pretty you bad. Know, whatever. Almost uh, as terrible um, as StarCraft was, on uh, 64. Oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, also, also Masters of Terras Kasi, which I was a huge fan yeah. of. I still don't have a copy of that game. I want a copy of that game. But yeah, but like I never had the 64, but I played it over at my friends' houses, and I don't think there have ever been cartridges that feel better than the N64 ones. Oh, like, they're just so... They like, have the perfect weight chunky. to them. They are yeah. hefty, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. And they it, feel the, the, the clack, like, there when, was, when it goes it, into there. Snap them into the top. Speaking of so that, good. though, every time I get, like, an old PS2 game, I think, man, like, the way that these feel just feels great. They had they like they're they, heftier than regular discs. They've got like the the black or blue oh, no, bottom. Not even the, the no, one. Not even the black disc. Bottoms, the yeah. actual case, like it feels thick. Oh it's yeah, it's got yeah. a manual in there. It's got the you game compare in there. that to how the PS4 and Xbox Dude, they One feel, cases they are. Feel terrible, but I, I understand why. I'm I'm all for you know saving, Preserving the, saving earth the and... world and all that. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like God. Like I, was say, I thought you were gonna say I'm all for a. a a hefty clack. Uh, <laughs> I do you know, like hefty clack. Which, which, I, which I am. And the PS2 box has like multiple sections where it clips together. So when you click it, it clicks like, and it's like a, it's like almost like a flam on the drums. It's like, crack, yeah. like it's like multiple clicks at the same time. Yeah. And so you can you close know your I, game case without making it concave. You know, it was, uh, yeah. I think of every time <laughs> I put in a PS2 disc, God, I hope this works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No joke. I think that with PS1 stuff, like, I don't even have a PS1 anymore, but, like, that stuff, like, those those machines, like, they, 
They don't well, last. They don't. alone. Like they just. Yeah. Like, I remember yeah. when we when just we first started dating, too. Jess got me a a PS2, and it like I'd pop in Kingdom Hearts, and it was like, oh man, is it gonna work today? <laughs> yeah. And then they released the HD collection. Bastards. Yeah. 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 But GameCube, man. Um, what, what have you been playing there, console. Josh? Dude, I like. I just got in a hanger. I think that's probably the best console of that generation. That's like, the best sure. Nintendo console, in um, my opinion, period. I would still go with the... It's funny because I have all these like super emotional attachments to all of them because I... All my friends had GameCubes, but then I had friends who had the other ones, so I got to play a lot of stuff that I didn't get to play at home, right? I would still edge I, out. I think for the, me, the... Huh? I was just going to say, I think for me, the thing that gets it is like... So much that particular generation, I think on more than any generation except for maybe PS4, Xbox One, Switch, uh, that generation was most things went everywhere because like yeah. you could play the Prince of Persia games on all of those consoles. Oh, sure. You could play like all of those games on all. So like for me, it comes down to the exclusives, and the GameCube has like some of my favorite Nintendo games ever. I, I you know, like I, Melee, Double Dash sunshine I, I was thinking uh, about this too just like randomly Twilight, that you bring that up wind waker uh i bet you and i this is a random thought i had i bet you a, the reason a lot of games didn't come to the gamecube i mean was a power and and space because those discs just have less space but also it doesn't was have it, more it doesn't than have two though What's that? It is more powerful than PS2, but the the disc size themselves they were half a gig. Um, um, yeah. So you either had to split the game into two parts, like RE4 which nobody did, wants. which yeah. yeah, nobody wanted to do that because it costs more to manufacture. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say it, there. There's also no like Z button on the left side. There's only the the mm. uh, trigger. Mm. So you literally have one less button on this console. And if you're a game that's using all of the buttons. Like, are you going to invest all this time into putting it on GameCube or realistically, like, no one's going to probably play it? Or are you just going to be like, I'm not putting it on there? <laughs> I mean, you know I feel I mean? like... Did it didn't... actually have fewer buttons than the Xbox? Yeah, I guess yeah, it had the it black and white buttons instead of the second yeah. triggers. Yeah, so you could map stuff to those buttons, but... Also, no select button. Yeah, that too. It so only had the start oh, yeah, there was one in the middle, yeah. Yeah. But, dang. I mean, it really didn't seem to stop them from... Like all the Call of Duty, because they were ended up there, using the C stick, gen. yeah, as well. Certain ones, yeah, they made like certain console-y kind of ones before they actually. I think Call of Duty Two on the 360 was the first time that they were like, yeah, this is like in parody, or it was an, it wasn't even on PC, right? It was only on no, it was on only 360. on 360. Yeah, it was like the first but, like, time Big that Red the con- One was on there on GameCube. Yeah, um, but and that's what I mean. Hour. They were kind of like considered lesser or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah. I'm sure if you played them now, you'd be like, "These are boring." <laughs> but oh, I'm sure, yeah. Uh, As most games are, <laughs> most of those games from a mo- from like a then, modern yeah. lens. But yeah. that's since I mean, everything like, now is like is like is keyed to like fuel your adrenaline and like you know OCD or whatever. But, like, but also there's just whatever's. so much more power in the consoles to do like even just quality of life things. Like ignore graphics. Yeah. Right. Like there's all this stuff that you can do. That you couldn't do back then, like explaining game mechanics without the need of a manual, you know, <laughs> uh, things like that. But uh, going back, like stepping back onto the road from this from this uh, journey we've taken off of it. Uh, we just went into the bushes to pee for a little fine. bit. It's yeah, no big it's deal. A little, little bush trip. 
Uh, okay. The, All right, uh, I'll go with you there. The uh, games I've been playing, I, I decided to just kind of... I was like, man, I haven't played Eternal Darkness in years, and it's my favorite game of all time. So I just was like, let's play Eternal Darkness. So I started playing that, and I ended up playing, I think, 75% of the game in a in one sitting in like three hours. It's, it's not a very long game. I looked at how long to beat, and they were like 13 hours. I'm like, that does not seem correct. Well, you've also played that game way. like... As many times as I've played The Last of Us, I feel like. Sure, but, like, I feel like even if you don't, because there were parts that I don't remember, and I'm, like, running around trying to figure it out, but even after, like, it'll take me, like, five minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I figured that out. I'm like, there's no way this took 13 hours for someone to beat. Like, that's just insanity to me. Uh, And and then it it got me wondering if they were talking about, like, the full playthrough, like, the completionist, which makes you beat it three times. And I'm like out there with that near energy. <laughs> yeah. Well, like in the second, well, not the second, but the first like flashback mission you do, you at the end of it have to make a choice between these three artifacts. And depending on which one you pick, there's a different villain. Not much changes other than that, but like there's a different I was about villain. To say, that's crazy, like ambitious. Um, yeah, but the villains like dialogue is essentially the same. They're like, we have to kill the uh. other villains. And you're like, okay, but there's a twist when you beat all three of them or with all three saves or whatever, you get a secret ending that is like freaking incredible. Um, and, uh, I'm wondering if they're talking about that. Like if, if that's the completion, Mm -hmm. but either way, man, let me tell you for 2002 eternal darkness holds the fuck up. It's got Jennifer Hale (laughs) in it as the main character. It's got like all these voice actors. You remember the voice acting and the writing is like super good (laughs) still. R.I.P. Silicon Knights. I know. Uh, Gameplay is still a little clunky, but I'm like, if you did a modern remake of this, oh my god, this game would be like so fucking popular. Like it's 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 such a shame that my favorite game of all time is this like amazing game that's trapped on the GameCube. (laughs) Like nobody played it, you know. Uh, Nintendo helped publish it and then didn't market it at all because it was rated M and stuff and has like things bursting out of people's chests and like weird eldritch <laughs> horror stuff and people getting mutilated and turned into zombie. It's crazy, but like, man, it's so good. And then the other game I popped in, cause I literally don't think I'd played it since I was like 16 was Pikmin. And I was like, man, I wonder if this is still as hard as it was when I was a kid. And let me tell you, Pikmin, not that hard. <laughs> actually very soothing i remember it being so stressful when i was a kid and now when i play it i'm like oh this is nice i'm having a great time part of it's that you're probably uh a more seasoned uh, yeah uh grizzled veteran and yeah, you don't I'm mind if one or not, two pikmin die yeah i'm older and not stupid yeah i i try my best not to get them killed but they're you're gonna get one or two casualties like no matter what so you just gotta kind of like bite the bullet and this be like war. all right these these couple are going to get eaten like it's just going to happen or they're going to yeah. do something stupid, you know, because they're not smart. They're cute, but they're dumb. So but yeah, sometimes pick, you got to sacrifice. It's a problem lamb, that some of us just have to deal with. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but man, Pikmin. Freaking great. I, I, uh, I actually have never played two and three. I, I realized and I'm kind of like, that, man, if I end up beating this, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll go play those. My, uh, my next question so 
two was my introduction into that franchise, and then I went wow. back and played one uh, when it went to the Wii. Um, which is kind of like Mega that. Man, where it's like way rougher than the others. I'm sorry. Isn't isn't uh, like Pikmin one kind of like Mega Man one, where it's like rougher than the others? I. I don't, I don't know. Pikmin 1, as I'm playing it now, still feels like pretty freaking great. Like, if they did a mm. modern remake with some quality of life stuff, I'm like, this game would be, like, 8s or 9s, like, in today's standards. Like, I love the loop of, you know, you're on this planet and you have 30 days to get 30 of your ship parts back before you die, you know? Uh, Which is a pretty intense twist it, for like such a cutesy game it is intense yeah. but at the same time you can get multiple parts in a day at first it seems like you're like oh crap i'm behind a day like i didn't get a part that one day because i was too busy like farming you know yellow pikmin or whatever but then it's like you get to a point where you're you become super efficient and you, when you have all the pikmin and then you're like all right i'm gonna have 50 of you go over here start carrying this i'm gonna take the other 50 of you and i'm gonna go over here and do this thing and you just got tasks running, and then you can get way ahead of the, ahead of the thing. Um, but yeah, that was a great Josh, game. Josh, Super Zambezi in the chat asks, "What's making you go back and play these older games?" Oh boy, uh, I don't know. Like I, I part of it I think is like, uh, there's something kind of nice about. I mean, a lot of it is nostalgia. I'll just admit because I was a kid when I was playing the GameCube, so a lot of it is just like. Man, I was a dumb kid because this game's easy, but <laughs> but at the same time, uh, it feels more solitary, but not in a bad way, if that makes sense. Like when you play a game on a modern console, you're getting like inundated with notifications and and uh, like achievements and like all these things, and it's just like reminding you of all this stuff constantly. And you're also like, I guess it kind of takes you out of the experience a little bit, but it, it, yeah, it kind of, you kind of lo lose it a bit. But when you play on this, it's the same feeling I got when I first played on the switch, which is like, wow, there's, I mean, there is like online stuff and some notifications, which you can turn off, but there's not like achievements or anything. It's just like, I'm playing the game for the sake of playing the game. Right. Like I want, I want to, I want to do as good, you know, get, be as efficient in Pikmin as possible because that's fun. Not because there's some kind of like arbitrary reward tied to it or like, yeah, there's I'm going to like meta game going or anything. On. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, I want to do it. Um, you don't need to prove to everyone else that you're great at Pikmin just to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's, I don't know. It's, it's fun just revisiting like these old things that I love and like also just, you know, doing it again. Cause it's been so long. Um, I mean, I will tell you, if you are into uh, Pikmin 1 and you want more of it, 2 and 3 are excellent. Um, hmm. Both the, and really like any version of it. Um, 2 has the, 1 and 2 are on the Wii with that motion control option, which um, works really well uh, if you get really good at it. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't if know that like, I would do that. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like If you're used to and you enjoy doing it the way you are, then like just keep doing that. Um and then the stuff that Wii U did was actually pretty cool well, with the gamepad. Um, not that I recommend that anybody busts out a Wii U anytime soon. but I have one. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's on in there. In my closet. But, um, at this point, I would just say get the Switch one because that one, uh, it's a little more stable. Um, it was, that was a for three only, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's so weird that they wouldn't just release a box version. Yeah, I kind of wish they did, honestly. Like or, that would be Yeah. That would have been a really good value. Uh, or some HD version of the first one cuz like it doesn't look bad. The only thing I think that looks bad in the game is the grass. Like it just kind of looks like you know how games looked then. Yeah. Like when you play Halo Two and it's just like a big. It's like the environment textures blobby geometry flat. with like a picture yeah. of grass like forever. You know, it looks like that. But yeah. Other than I mean, other than that, yeah, it's uh, I'm having a, I'm having a great time. I the other night while I was playing, I was like, man, I should pop in my copy of. Rogue Squadron 2, that's a game I haven't played in a long time, and I forgot. So I haven't done that yet. Mm. But I might be able to do that soon. But yeah, Game GameCube, it's... I'm having... It's catch like the fever. Long, yeah, catch the fever. I'm having a freaking great time going back to old stuff I haven't played in a while. Because, like, honestly, if I'm going to play a game, like, right now, it's probably going to be Returnal or Magic. But Returnal, like... Like we were talking about before the show, the runs, like when you get later in the game, they take like an hour and it's like, man, do I really <laughs> want to commit like an hour right now? And sometimes it's like, I don't like if, if the runs only took like 10 to 15 minutes, I'd probably be playing it every night. But because there's that like barrier, you know, got to get on that Hades rhythm. People. It's like I know I've been watching Nicole play Hades because she started playing it. And she is like loves it. She keeps telling me I'm going to love it. And I'm like, I know I'm going to love it. And it's I so keep good, dude. and I keep looking over there at it, but the problem is that I need to finish this game. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I need to finish this game. My friends bought me so that, like, I feel you know, <laughs> I don't feel like they uh, are slighted. But also, it's a good game, and I like it a lot. But I and I know that if I, I will, and I know that if I, I will stop, take no offense. No, yeah. but I, but I know that if I stop, I probably won't finish it, and I feel yep. like I'm not super far off from finishing it. It's like I just need some good runs, but it's just yeah. I need to look into a theory I have because I might be making it harder on myself, but I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's exactly where I'm at with it, um, where I I know that I can... <clears throat> I'm like afraid that if I don't finish this before Ratchet comes out, that I'm never going to. Yeah. Um, and I really like... I feel like I need this like chunk of like three to four hours to really like warm up like have the warm-up period and then have a good enough run where i like can actually make it all the way to the end so last night i started at i was done working at like what 5 five thirty, and i played till like 10 um mm-hmm. got to the final boss um it was the furthest i'd ever been um and got to like the last health bar and died um i just i started the boss with like half health and um yeah. like For- no items or anything first time like i that. got to the third boss i literally had i had like such a good loadout but i could not find health items and so i yep. literally had like i don't know like just two hits worth and i managed to get them down to half health and then it was like well crap <laughs> yep <laughs> i can't do anything now so mm. uh yeah that's my one my one thing i need to research i think is like do i need to farm i might as well just look at that now <laughs> um, yeah, like it, I need to, uh, I need to figure out like, because you can start to jump around, like uh, whether or not you want to go through every single uh, level whenever you do a new run, or do you want to just like beeline it to the end. Um, I would be interested to see how that goes. Um, you know, now that I kind of have like all of these different locations that I can go to in theory, because um, it, I don't know, like I. It's not that I don't enjoy the time of going through each level. It's just 
I don't have four hours or five yeah. hours or whatever it is that I need. And like, and, and as much as you... I would love to take off and play this game, like literally for an entire day and beat beat it and never look at it again, it's probably <laughs> just not going to happen. Yeah, I uh, okay. I'm looking at some people are saying like you should skip biomes. So now I'm wondering if I'm just making it harder on myself. Like you might be. I don't know. I'm going to try. Maybe tonight I'll boot it up and I'll just go right to the third one and just forsake everything. Be like, forget farming. I'm going right to <laughs> the third everything. biome. I'm going to see what I can do here because, yeah, it just takes so long. And it's like if you get a good run, though, it feels awesome because your loadout is freaking great. But the problem is it just takes so long. And I'm wondering, like, do I actually need to do all this? You know? Yep. I can't wait for you to play this game, though, Brian. Like, yeah, I you will every like time, it. It's very good. Every time I play it, I'm just like, God, he's going to love the shit out of this. It, it's if Sony I hope Metroid so. like and, and I combined so. it with Hades. And I like, see it's just, I don't I see the Metroid, but I don't think of it. I think if I really think of it more like control, but as a in both tone of story and also just uh gameplay like the the actual shooting and stuff feels nearly identical yeah to me and like <clears throat> the, the way the, you dash and all that yeah yeah the control the controls are very similar to that of control but the the sense of I, like place and just like the overall vibe of just like the that sci-fi kind of feel oh um and the, the music in it is very uh like I get a lot of those like Fendrana drifts, um, you know, like the all those Metroid Prime kind of uh, tracks. You might judge me, but I have stopped listening to the music or stopped listening to the game and like almost entirely unless I come across like a cutscene or like a thing, you know, like a, one of the <laughs> logs, because I'm just probably listening to stuff while I play it. I got, I got it muted. I got it muted and I'm listening to old reruns of the disney afternoon do you have any game (laughs) audio on at all uh i have it on but i'm i'm usually just listening to stuff like a podcast or something yeah or like music or whatever because like i've heard all this before it's only like when i've not done it before then i'm like listening or if it's very narrative heavy but like returnal is only narrative heavy at like very key moments so i'm not playing with headphones on though well, yeah, I mean, sure, I'm not playing with headphones on, but I don't know why that would matter. Oh, it matters, Joshy boy. I mean, it I'm picking up all the logs and stuff. I'm so telling I you, dude, I, the 3D You're talking audio, about the 3D audio? Dude, the 3D audio in that game is freaking insane. I don't like, even think I have the any headphones that have 3D audio, like oh, capability. Okay. So it really doesn't matter. Somebody was telling me you don't need to have? Which I mean, seems there's crazy some, to me. You can get some, some head- light. But yeah, yeah. Some headsets support it. Um, it they have like an official list of like what is supported and what isn't and things like that. Um, it, it's it's oddly not oddly. It is unclear as is much of the PlayStation Five situation. Hey. I went ahead and I was lucky enough. Uh, my mommy, who was very nice to me, <laughs> got me a pair of the 3D uh, audio headphones for Christmas. Nice. Um, the, they, they're called like pulse ones. Or yeah, the pulse yeah. audio ones. Um, so I've been playing with those. It's the first game that I've played on PS5 that um, 
unless Jess is in the room and like we're chatting like while I'm playing, I usually go for that because it actually helps a lot. Um, just knowing, like when you go into like a, a room that is like filled with enemies and you don't know like who spawned and who hasn't, and who you've killed and who you haven't, and all that, um, it really just helps have an understanding of what is behind and around you. You know, it's um, funny when, when I first and things like that. When I first started the game, that was one of my biggest frustrations was that I don't know when I'm being shot at. I don't know like where enemies are. And then I realized that they're always on the radar, but also you have that circle that pops up around your character yep. model. And then yep. once I realized that I almost never get hit by stuff like from behind, I usually get hit cause I do something stupid, you know, or like sure. I get too aggressive, you know, but yeah, or you go on autopilot. Like the game yeah. is very it it's like what I imagine uh Dark Souls and Demon Souls is for uh players of those games. Not a that little, I know any of them. A little bit. Just um, just where in it's the like, like that's on me. You don't have to imagine, my dude, you can become one of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I'm, I don't, I'm, I don't I'm need with that. you. It's not like in terms of gameplay, but in terms of like oh, that was my fault. Whoops. Right. That's like, on me. Stuff feels unfair and then you realize there's an easy counter to it. Like each enemy has like a sort of counter. Like a, a thing you do to them that makes your life like less of a living hell when they show up. And then you realize, Oh, they're fine. They're not that bad. And then when you get hit or die from them, you're like, all right, that was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so it becomes less, less uh, frustrating. Yep. Cool. Turtle man, catch the fever. I will, re- I will return catch. with, uh, you know, whether or not I, I, the skipping biomes is the way to go. Cause that is probably the one thing like keeping me from playing more of it is that it just feels like more a way too much of a commitment. Yeah. I'm in yeah. the exact same boat. Brian, you'll yes. beat this game in like a week. Probably. You think? Yeah, probably. you absolutely will. It's got I mean, we'll like, see. no doubt in my mind. It's got the we'll books. See. Although there's things that I always think like Brian will like, and then he's like, I fucking hate this. And then it's like, I would right, be well. shocked. I would genuinely be shocked. If I would be shocked game. if he doesn't at least like it. Yeah, it, as, as what it, I would say. It pleases me to almost literally no end that Josh finds me like as unscrutable as the Sphinx. Like, <laughs> I'm just an I enigma really wrapped tell. in a riddle. Sometimes I just he, like, like, can't tell. Like, I'm like, he's going to love this. He's like, this is stupid. I mean, Why you do, do like dunk this? on a lot of things. And then I'm that like, all right, well. Gonna... <laughs> like, yeah. like, what? Like, well, what's an example? An, I don't have an example, but like. I do. Uh, I bet Chris right, does. Here we go. There's a, there's a certain bear and bird behind me. We're that, airing uh, the dirty laundry. Okay, I yes, I dunk on things that suck. Yes, you are correct, Chris. No, I think Returnal, uh, for me right now, is uh, game of the year. As of right as of right now, Returnal is game of the year. For I mean, sure. Me. Obviously, what, I are, even, what are, what what are other like came out? So. Shh. Well, what, what are other like what are other like contenders of like your favorite things you've played so far? Like of just to year? give some context. Yeah. Oh man! Uh, do you have a list? Do you keep a Do you keep a tally on GG like I do? It makes it very convenient. Absolutely not. I just go through my PSN and my Xbox. Um, I I highly recommend doing that because when when we get around to the game time. of the year episode, I'm definitely definitely doing that. Don't have the time for that. I barely have time to play games. Um, <laughs> Doom Eternal. I've been playing uh, Destiny Two, which um, it takes two. Which I still haven't finished. That should tell you all you need to know about that game. I've heard it's I've heard it's really good. It's very good, but it's not good enough for me to finish apparently because I have had no uh, desire. Desire, yeah. Like 
Jess hasn't even brought it up lately of like, oh man, uh, Half-Life Alex uh, is up there for sure. Mm. Mm. Um, but that came out last and year, really, right? It did. Well, I mean, just games that I played this year. Black Mesa. Just, yeah, it, like what yeah. you played this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, Black Mesa, Half-Life Alex, Beat Saber. I played a lot of Beat Saber. Um, yeah, I guess but, it's, not, it's not a terrible time to like update that sort of thing. So on my list, um, you can find me on ggapp.io slash ribnax. Um, the games that are on my list of the favorite games that I've played in 2021 so far are Momodora 4, Reverie Under the Moonlight, uh, Hyperlight Drifter, Return of the Oberdin, Dark Souls Remastered, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, Loop Hero, Donut County, Lost Words Beyond the Page, Florence, and Wrecky. Loop Hero. That was like a whole month of my entire that was a whole, life yeah. that that yeah. consumed. Still I haven't forgot it. Uh, that Mario 3D World game came out. I never finished it. Yeah, I never even opened yeah. it. Yeah. It's real good. Oh, wait. They're, I'm talking about the collection. I, yeah, I, I always forget that Mario 3D World Not the collection. 3D World no. plus Bowser's Fury. Yeah, I didn't get, yeah, I didn't the get that. Fury one. I'll get that eventually. Super, super good. It's really, Just really good. played it in a weekend, and then I started playing it, and she was like, why are you like, judging everything I was doing? Like, <laughs> you're terrible at this game. And I was like, you know you what? Suck. I think we're, you I think suck we're at this game. And then I never went back. Why are you so terrible? You know what? I think we're done. And then you just walked out and left that life behind you. To be fair, she got everything walking down the road, and I did not. Okay, so she she does have a leg to stand on to be like you're not very good. Oh no, she absolutely (laughs) did. Yeah, you you love you hate to see it, but you also love to see it when somebody's like a true master, and they're like, "Why are you doing that? You're being dumb." And you're like, "I mean." If any, if I was gonna take this from anybody, you'd be the person. It has to be you. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I respect yeah. the game for sure. Like you, if you <laughs> if you can talk smack because you've earned it, like talk smack. I I what would are, rather you playing on fifty CCs in Mario Kart, you chump. I would rather three hundred on mirror oh, mode. Look, look at this. God. Yeah, you talking smack on me? No, I'm saying you've earned it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you even got me cherry yeah, coke. Look did. at this. There you go. Wow. Look, thank you. You got love. some za. Wait, hold on, hold on. Come back here. Come back here. Come back here. <laughs> Come back here. Come back here. Come back You're here. She's going to come on I'm the stream? I'm not sassing you. She caught in the act, you sassing. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, she's like, you giving me lip, she boy. You No, I'm upset because you were right. <laughs> she's going to make you, like, do sure. pistols at dawn or some shit if you keep this up. Great. I'm going to be sleeping on the couch. Hey, more time for Returnal. <laughs> she's going to get out the whip. Yeah, more time for Returnal. Uh, so yeah, that's that's good stuff. I I am kind of excited to play it. Um, I I still I've say also you just I've wait, also keep doing what you're doing. I've also thoroughly decided I'm not playing the 2016 Ratchet. If I play really? the new one, I'm just gonna play the new one. I'm not gonna revisit anything older. But the old one is free and has been updated for the PS5. Yep, and I don't care. I'm either going to play the new one or I'm this not going to play any of them. This game is ten hours long, and you, and not you won't even. even give it. No, you won't even give it the, the time. The first of day. time I beat it, my no. game time was like seven hours. Yeah, and you know if why? That. You know why I'm not doing it? Because I played the original that the movie was modeled after, that then this game was modeled after, and this new one is going to be better. It's going to have new tech. It's built for the PS5. Why should I play a PS4? upscaled to PS5 optimized game when I could just play a native PS5 game because it doesn't cost you anything. Here, I'll ask you this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Are you going to buy 
Are you going to buy this game day one on PS5? Or, you, or is it going to come out and you're going to go, I don't know, I don't really like Ratchet and Clank. You know, they've never, they just never did anything for me. They've never it sat with me. entirely depends on what else is going on. <sighs> but I'm not going to waste time. If it was on Game time. Pass, it'd be one thing. But PlayStation doesn't have Game Pass. Good. <laughs> now, none of these are things that I've said, except for that I don't Yet. really care anything about Ratchet. But um, No, I know. But this was the thing, like... What I'm saying is I would rather shell out the money and play the brand new thing with the freaking hype tech that takes advantage of everything than play a free older game because if I'm going to jump into Ratchet, I want to play the one that but, has its best foot forward. Is and it the an new older one, game if it's a remake that was remade from yes, the ground up? Yes, it's older than the one that isn't out yet, Josh. No, I meant like when you say it's a, because of the way you make it sound is like it's an old game. And I'm like, well, is it, it technically is, an old game if it's a remake? Because it means it's it is been older than a game remade. that I want to play now. Okay, so that's all there is to it, man. I'll, I'm going to be playing it if I have an I'm, income I am by then. Astonished, <laughs> I am getting pushback for saying that I would rather spend seventy dollars on the new listen, hotness listen. than to play the free stuff that I already have. It, listen, Brian, it literally I, wouldn't cost you anything i literally except do time not which is more valuable i don't care whether you play it or not i honestly don't give a crap i just don't understand the logic <laughs> like i'm amazed anybody I, cares I would, I would feel worse for you buying the new one and being like man i spent 70 bucks on this game there's another thing for me to bitch about with the ps5 yeah because i don't know that it's going to be much different other than like the tech you know yeah but shouldn't it be better i like, wouldn't you think way, it's though? better? And if you were going to pick between two games, wouldn't you want to play the better one? I mean, wouldn't you yeah, want to play the fancier one? It's man. In a series, the more advanced play one? The one that no, because I didn't play the prequel. Because the prequel isn't the... The one that leads into this game isn't the movie adaptation. It's the one from like PS2, like Into the Nexus. Which isn't even available. I... Don't think it's that on PlayStation now. I do. I really genuinely exactly. Do it's not, not available. I genuinely don't think that you're going to need to have played anything but the remake to you don't. understand. You, don't. This you, game. you could literally and I understand that this is just giving you ammunition. And I don't need to play that because I've played Ratchet and Clank games before. I know who these characters are. Well, then you'll probably be fine. I, I don't. I can read a one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I told you already that I don't care what you do. <laughs> I can't believe anybody cares what I do. <laughs> I mean, to a degree, I care what you do, but in, in terms of... I'm just of, trying to understand. He just wants to my, play the my new thing. My whole thing, thing is... He just wants the new thing. The new hotness. Yes. Yeah. If I'm, gonna, if I'm gonna give Ratchet and Clank a chance to wow me, am I gonna be, as a person who owns both the Series X and the PS5, am I gonna be wowed at all by a PS4 game? Uh, or am I more likely to be wowed by a PS5 game? I mean, I wowed over Ghost of Tsushima running at 60 FPS on the PS5. That's great, but I already... Speaking of games... Speaking of games I already own that I haven't played yet, if I was going to play a PlayStation exclusive that I haven't booted up yet that I own, it would be Ghost, not Ratchet. Are you playing that after Prey? What are you playing after Prey? We'll get into it when I talk about Prey. Let's talk right. about Prey. <laughs> Let's talk about Prey. Right. Okay. Um, ladies and gents, I, as somebody, and longtime listeners will know, I am a massive fan of Bioshock. 
And what I said for a very long time, uh, after Bioshock games stopped being made and I got into Dishonored, which I also became a huge fan of, uh, I said that Dishonored is... What did I say? Dishonored is my only solace in a world without Bioshock. (laughs) Uh, And then they stopped making Dishonored games. And what was the game that I went to after that? Unfortunately, there was there was a game that I said that I basically went to that was like, and this is my only solace in a world without Dishonored or whatever. And I forget what that was. We Happy Few. No, I have no idea. No, it was definitely not. Happy Few is very good, but it's not Dishonored good. Remember when um, we thought that was going to be like the new hotness, and then dude, have you played yes, we it? Did. Because like it is pretty freaking cool. Like I played it before it came out, and it was not great. Yeah, you have to play it now. Like wh- because when they honestly, when I they, mean, I don't have to do anything. I mean, We're talking about right now. It's also on Game Pass, but I'm just telling you. Like I <laughs> leave thought, me alone. I thought We're it was going. Right I thought it was going to be one thing because when it was in early access, everybody was like, "It's not the thing they showed." But now, when I'm playing it, I'm like, "This is a lot like the thing they first showed." So I don't yeah. know what Do you think it's looped about. back around like an yeah. Ouroboros eating its own tail? I think when it was in early access, there wasn't a lot of the narrative in the game. And I think that's what people were re- like rejecting because that's what they wanted. But when I was playing it, I'm like, yeah, there's narrative and story happening like pretty often. And I'm doing stuff. I think it I think it's really good. I think I'm so you, glad I, think I got you, Chris. I think you'd like it. But mid chew. He got me mid chew. On my pizza. Mitchell. I didn't eat dinner. I didn't have to. I'm, ve- I'm very pleased that I got you with that one. Oh. I always love when that happens. Oh, Lord. Um, but yeah, so so um, it's basically, and I tweeted about this, um, which I'm, I'm sure a lot of you saw. It's basically Half-Life plus Bioshock plus Dead Space. It's awesome. Anyway, so I fell in love with Arcane when Dishonored came out. And I really, really liked Dishonored. And then Dishonored 2 came out, and I'm like, wow, this blows the first game out of the water. And then Death of the Outsider came out, and it was extremely, extremely good. I didn't quite like it as much as Dishonored 2, but it was very close. Um, And I liked some of the... I liked a lot of the stuff that it did with world building. I just didn't necessarily... I liked the interplay between the protagonists of the first two games, and there wasn't any of that in the last one. So it felt way more like an aside. Um, it felt like um, like an infamous first light instead of like a infamous one to two or, you know, that sort of a thing. Sure. Um, which is fine. Like, a lot of people loved that game, and, like, I played through it and had a great time. But, like, it was different than playing as Cole or even playing as Delson, which are, like, you know, like, main, main characters who have, like, a very... It's it's well, it wasn't uh, it's, a fully fleshed out thing, right? It was like a. Uh, it was. It was oh. like it was. It was like a full game. It was just centered around one of the side characters from a previous game, Got which it. like was also what they did with the DLC. Like the Knife of Dunwall was about. Um, I forget what his name was, um, from the first thing. The, there's there's the, like the stranger I, or whatever he's called. Isn't that what he was no, called? No. Um, no, he's the guy. The outsider is oh, the, the outsider. One, that's what I was trying. Is to the one who gives you the powers. But the knife of Dunwall is about, um, like, the assassin that is kind of hounding mm, Corvo in the first game. I remember. I forget what his. I, I forget what his guy. name is. I don't remember his name either. But, like, but I know what you're talking about. But that DLC is like about him, and like I just don't care about him as much as Corvo or um, or em- Emily, uh, the Empress's daughter, Emily. Yeah, there we go. I almost said Elizabeth. I was like, I know that's not close. Right. It's an E name. That's Bioshock. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so um, so it's 
I, I fell in love with Arcane for that. And like, for whatever reason I played like, and I was talking to somebody else who had the same experience. I played like the first 30 minutes of Prey, this, this Prey. I never played the original Prey. It's not great. Um, by Bethesda, yeah. but um, Prey by Arcane, which came out in 2017 and is also available on Game Pass. Um, I played like the first 30 minutes of it when I bought it for PC like a long time ago. And then I just, I don't know what it was. I like fell off of it for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't have any idea why. Um, something dope came out. I don't know. That's usually what happens to me. <laughs> it must have been something else and I just got distracted and never went back. But this time I uh, I stuck with it. And once I like actually it got its hooks into me and I figured out what it was doing and um, and I like figured out how to navigate the world and how all the systems work together. I'm like, my God, this is such a more cohesive unit than like almost any of those other games in the same vein. So like I by the by the like what like a third of the way through or half of the way through, I was like, I'm gonna be honest, if this game sticks the landing, I think I like it better than Bioshock, which I think I said last uh, last week and. Mm-hmm. I like it better than Bioshock, <laughs> like, because it, it, in my mind, and I know that I, like, I, I've read some opinions where people are like, yeah, the last third totally falls apart. I did not feel the same. I, I've, I've heard a lot of people say they didn't like the ending. I watched Nicole watch the ending and just seethe with rage. I remember that. <laughs> it gets, but, it uh, gets bonkers in a way that I really appreciate. Um, like it's, this what? is one of those games where like, the first 15 minutes of this game has a massive twist in it. And then after that, like five to 10 minutes after that, there's another huge twist in it. And then you get like halfway through and there's another huge twist. And then in the last third of the game, there's two more huge twists. And it's just like, I loved all of them. Like it was so interesting. There's an infinite number of praise. (laughs) I mean, there's, it's there's always it's another not, another always space another station. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is not I am a perceptive person by nature. Like I pay attention to things. I see a lot of things. Audrey has actually got annoyed watching like old episodes of Poirot that I've never seen because oftentimes I'll be like, hmm, it's interesting that they point that out. I wonder if this, this and this happens. And then it unfolds exactly as I've foretold. Dude, N- Nicole like does the same stuff. thing. We're like, we'll be watching something and then her professional writer brain just sees something and she goes, this person is this, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. just sitting there like that kid sweating in that meme. Like, <laughs> oh God, she yeah. figured it out. Yeah. We've so that's 48 me. minutes to go. Yeah. So, so that's, how I am. And this game surprised me with, I think the only twist I kind of saw coming was the very last one, which is probably the biggest one, but I think that they seed it interestingly throughout. Um, so like, I was just like, I know something is going on with this. I just don't know exactly what it was. And I was very pleasantly surprised with the twist, but there were a lot of other twists. I did basically all the other ones I did not see coming which is a huge credit to the team because that world is full of so much environmental storytelling, so much like, like even just, there's not even really any expositional storytelling that much, except that is couched within like the kind of premise of the game, which I can't get into without spoiling it. Um, 
but it's just so cleverly done and it's a lot of these games where they try to do oh it's an open world game and you can explore and there's a crafting system and there's pickups and there's audio logs and there's a fallout um, hacking a hacking mini game and there's weapon enhancements like they don't do all of them well and they certainly don't have all of them feel like one like one cohesive piece of a whole but they did all of that with this game which is just i'm just coming to 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 believe that arcane is just up there with super giant with just like whatever they do it's going to be great um and arcane specifically i think is exceptional at world building and making spaces feel real and if not lived in certainly thoroughly believable like that is one of the best things about like karnaka in um dishonored 2 in like you know all of the locations in dishonored 1 like they made they the characters have exaggerated features the art style is incredibly stylistic but the places seem real like you believe them they're clearly fantastical they're clearly you know, right. fictional, but they just feel believable in a way that, like, I don't see almost any other game makers <clears throat> nailing to this degree. Have you watched the No Clip documentary about Dishonored yet? No, I have not. Watch I've not watched they, any No Clip documentaries actually. What? Come on, guy, get on that. They're freaking great. You know. Wait, did you I say mean, you haven't seen any? No, I've Dude, never seen a No wow. Clip anything. Dude, you should oh, yeah, watch you should them. They're freaking amazing. Them. Yeah. Well, okay, you I will. This. I you guess. Should, no, like, you, you should I watch Josh. The, maybe, maybe he'll hate it, or maybe he'll just wait until no, the next, the newest one comes out. He won't hate these. Like, I know that. For <laughs> why a fact. would I? Why would I watch an old no clip documentary when I can watch <laughs> a new the, one? You should watch some of the old ones. Are are freaking amazing and super interesting. I'm just messing with you, uh, but on. no, they they released a Dishonored one like maybe last week, and they actually talk about this exact thing about making the spaces like. Karnaka, like why they make thing, making them different specifically from, you know, Dunwall and you know how what? I'll they did say, it. I'll like say that. another another developer that's like truly nailed it is uh, Naughty Dog with Last of Us Two, making those environments feel like real, real ass places. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, it's you like say what you want about the game, like, and it definitely has issues, but like that is a massive strength that they have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, environmental and being able artists. to create that. Yeah. Yes, Good job. it's just yeah. crazy. It's just crazy, and and uh, and uh, you know, Arcane is able to do that with all this style. What's up? What's up, Chris? If you had to recommend an Arcane game, Dishonored like, One, for it to be like the first game from Arcane Dishonored that I've One. ever played, because I've never played any Dishonored of Dishonored One. <laughs> I actually wouldn't recommend Dishonored One. I would say Dishonored I, One. I think I think the combat leaves something to be desired, especially compared to if like you're Dishonored just 2 running and around Outsider. doing combat. You're playing the game wrong. No, I'm just kidding. But but that's an option that I you know, have. It and it doesn't know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, but I just never play that I, way. So I think it depends on problem is Dishonored 2 is so heavily like reliant on things that happen in Dishonored 1 and also Dishonored 1's like not that long of a game. I, and it has like a very just simple cohesive premise of just like you need to kill this list of people and then it's like do it however you're gonna do it and it's like you know stage based or whatever so main story 12 hours main and extras 18 hours uh, I would say it's more like 8 or 9 maybe 34 10. and a half maybe 10 
unless you're being someone who's like, I never even want to be seen, then you're going to, then you're going to, you know, take forever, which yeah, I've, no, done that's that, not gonna happen. I've done that before and it takes forever. Oh, I did no, a run once fun. on PS3 of all things where I played the whole game with no powers, never upgraded anything. And I was never seen once. Let me tell you. Isn't that, for the platinum, there's a like, yeah, a there's trophy? a trophy for it. I don't think I even ever got the platinum for that game, but I tried, and I think I, I did, did. I did that, and let me tell you, it is a lot. It's uh, yeah, that does that does not sound takes very fun. forever. Yeah, there's there's go, there's a achievement called Ghost, and then there's another one. There's another one that's called something else. There's one for never being seen. There's one for never killing anybody, and there's one for never being seen. And I got both of those. In the same uh, run? Yeah. Wow. It's Nobody great... saw me. I never killed anyone, and I completed it in a completely pacifist way. It was... It's... Let me tell you, when you do that, like, I... I never have liked stealth games. Arcane has made literally the only stealth games I like, and that's the Dishonored series. Well, you like The Last of Us. <laughs> but I don't play the stealth. No. Do you like Splinter like, Cell Blacklist? I. That was oh, a situation where, like, I we got him. I, I'm that's not a stealth Just game. It's like a third-person action game with stealth elements. Splinter Cell, is actually, it? yeah. Splinter? No, the Conviction and Blacklist definitely. Well, I know more, Conviction's uh, an action. I played that one. Yeah, Conviction's like a Jason Bourne game. That yeah, game pretty moved, much. I but it's like totally game, not a Splinter Cell game. I did like that game. Which I think Conviction yeah. was the one I played. That's the one where like. His daughter gets kidnapped and yeah, he's got to go to the White like, House. Yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. four or five yeah. hour, like very on rails kind of game. I know a lot of people. Yeah, that's the one I played. Didn't like it. I actually kind of liked love it. Conviction. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Anyway, to answer your question, Chris, I, I would say, God, I would say Dishonored one, just straight I up. Would, I think Prey is pretty freaking good. I might say Prey. I don't really like the ending, but. Uh, I I think it depends. And it's also really on, long. <laughs> yeah, I think it depends yeah. on if you like sci-fi. If or you like want to play a sh- not even that. Thing, if you like so. uh, more melee or you like more <laughs> shooter mechanics, I think that's the thing because Dishonored leans very heavily on melee combat blocking. You always have your sword out, if, and then you have if, like if you're doing a sidearm or something. Yeah. Um. Because there's and, also magic. <laughs> yeah, but there is also in Prey. Uh, but you yeah, also I mean, have yeah. a bunch of guns and you have like one melee weapon. So it's it. if you're looking for something like a Bioshock or a Half-Life, definitely Prey. If you're looking for something and you don't, and, you, and you're, you're fine with it being more like a Skyrim, Dishonored. I feel like I I'm going to end up... compare those two games at all, but okay. I know you wouldn't, but I'm doing well, it. Well, I mean, they came out around the same time like, yeah, in terms of general clunkiness in a first-person game. I think like, I kind of... I don't know, dude. Like, I, I think it's like, okay, do you want like hardcore... It's like Skyrim, want, but good. Do you want hardcore... And focused. Good. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I'm just going to keep gonna taking play... shits on everything you love <laughs> this whole episode. I feel like if I were ever going to play either of them, I would have to do it on PC because it's it's yeah, that I mean, first person thing of like, I want to play it on the TV in the living room, but then Jess literally has to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> um, Otherwise, she'll yak. I, well, I, on Game Pass, so I say if you want hardcore yeah. sci-fi, try Prey, but be warned, it's pretty long. It's a lot longer mm-hmm. than Dishonored 1. Dishonored 1, if you like very... Really? 
London, dude. Yeah, it's. I think Prey One's pretty long. I mean, long to me is like over twelve hours. That's that's long. Sixteen me. hours for the main story. Yeah, that's long. That's like I don't even. I don't even know if that's I want to play it. That's a meaty game. Like yeah. it, I think, it, but I, maybe the difference is that. Um, that when I was playing through Dishonored, I was doing it with an eye to 100%, and with Prey, I definitely was not. So you, it, Prey was way faster for me. Did you play Moon Crash or no? No, I don't have that yet. But um, but let me get that through some, some other... That is 12 hours long. Yeah, let me get through some other stuff. And well, somebody was telling me that Moon Crash is Prey roguelite. And I'm yeah, like... Yeah, cool. I've heard that, and I have yes. not tried that. Although, the last time I played Prey was on... PS4 or something. I mean, it didn't come out that you're talking about it like it came it's out 2017 years ago. It was four I, years ago. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, four years. That's four years though. That's yeah. It's quite a ways away. And on the PS4, oh, was, which by as almost as long by, as we've been doing this show, even by then yeah. was about four years old. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm much more partial to Dishonored personally. I think Dishonored is really, really great, but I've also I'm also just leaning into that recency bias and Prey is so so good. I, I need I need Prey Two. I need it. I don't think I don't it's gonna think happen. you're ever gonna get that. Yeah. Like well, I don't think you're it's ever just gonna, gonna go get... up there with Super Metroid Two of the things that I need that I'll never get. I don't think we're ever gonna get another Dishonored either. Unfortunately, as much as I would yeah. love that, because that I love that world. Uh. I, don't I think, think if Deathloop takes off, that's all you're getting from Arkham. I don't generation. even, well, like, even the Noclip documentary they even talked about before Dishonored 2, Arcane had never made a sequel. That was, yeah. like, super unique for them. And Dishonored 2, even though it was, like, a critical darling, did not really sell, like, as well as probably Bethesda would have liked. Wanted it to, yeah. So I think you're going to continue to get just new stuff from that, which I'm fine with like death loop. I can't wait for, I think it's going to be really cool in its own way. As long as they're all cool in their own way. Right? Like that's what I want. And I have one last stupid question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even done with, I, I haven't even not. barely gotten to my I know. review. Um, you said is... you liked it. <laughs> you wax philosophical about how great it was for 10 minutes. Yeah. And didn't mention any specifics or anything, really. No, I know. Um, this has no, absolutely no relation to the 360 game, right? No, no, like it doesn't not even at tie all. in like to a not wink, or it's a totally different. Literally, okay. anyway. <laughs> there's okay. like a there's like a reference to the intro at the beginning with like a perspective thing of the main character looking into a mirror. Oh and god! And there's the same name, and it's about like aliens, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah. Like with what I was talking about, everything being part of the same piece. What I one of the things that I think makes this game something that I'm definitely so. Let me preface this with Chris was asking what I was going to play after I finished Prey, and the answer is I'm going to play Prey again because there are um, much like in the way that Dishonored did, where there's like a pacifist, like low chaos and high chaos playthrough there are also um there are two entirely different schools of upgrades that you can get in this game uh one is like human abilities and the other is like alien abilities um and those factor in very very differently and i wanted to get one experience and then the other 
So I played with, I played basically as a super powerful human. And now I want to play through and get all the ridiculous bonkers other powers that you can get that like lean way more into the type of play style that I normally do with these sorts of games. And now knowing, um, and, and so I finished, I stayed up until one thirty last night finishing this game. Cause I wanted to be ready for the show, which is a good thing that I did because I definitely did not have time to finish it today after work. Um, but I like made a beeline towards the end and I still have like four or five side missions that I want to go back and do like load basically before the last stretch of the game, finish up all those side missions, get all that juicy, uh, writing and characterization for all these characters and then start over again and basically just do like the mainline story as a crazy murdering psychopath. (laughs) Um, because I played, I played like complete, like save everyone, do everything you can, to be a, a quote unquote good boy and get all those good boy points that you get in games. I forgot that you uh, pick your gender because I was like, I thought you played as a woman, but then I remembered watching Nicole play most I did. of the game and she played as a lady, and I was like confused for a second. Yeah, I, I definitely played as as a woman. She was very very good, and the voice acting is like really really great. Uh, but yeah, one of the one of the things that I think is so cool about it is be is the way that the crafting system goes like you, unlike in Skyrim where like there you can pick up like everything but like what are you going to do with it you're not going to carry this all to a store and sell it in this game you pick up everything and then you have like recyclers and fabricators that are uh around the the place where you're at in the game and you throw all of your junk automatically into the recycler and then it turns it into like mineral resources or like exotic resources or plant like biological resources and then you can feed those into a fabricator with plans that you have and make shotgun ammo all this other stuff like power-ups weapon power-ups like all that so whatever you want to lean into if you want to lean into the special powers you can put all your resources into making special powers upgrades if you want to lean into having great weapons you can lean into weapon upgrades if you want to lean into just having tons of ammo then you can do that you can do all this sort of stuff and there's a bunch of traps and stuff that you can also do like there's just so much stuff if you want to lean into oh i want to stun enemies and hide their bodies in the corner and all this sort of stuff like you can do that like you can do all these things there's so much room for player self-expression uh, that like, I was just like, you know what? I got the shotgun. I'm a big fan of this shotgun. I'm going to upgrade it all the way and just go ham. And I'm going to make it so that when I surprise people, I do like double damage on my first shot or whatever. Or like I can sprint and make no noise or I can jump super high or something like that. Like you can do all this crazy stuff. And because of one of the games, one of the, one of the guns in the game, which is the glue gun, which basically is like um, you shoot it on things and it pops up like this giant popcorn ball. That's like really hard. And then you can use that to climb up walls. So you can like totally bypass certain areas of the game. Like I can't wait to watch a speed run because they can break this thing wide open. Like within the first week, there was a speed run where they beat the game in seven minutes. You haven't seen that? Crazy. They literally just like leave the, like there's like a, a area where they can use the goo gun to like get out of bounds and they go straight to like where the game ending is basically. Yeah. And I can yeah. definitely like, there's, 
there's a point like a third of the way in where like if you have certain upgrades, I can definitely see you just ending the game right there. Because there's like there are like and not even breaking it, like not even like cheesing it or glitching it. Like there are outs like if you want to make it out, uh, which I think is really interesting. Chris, you look like you had a question. I did. I uh, already forgot what it was. <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh, does it have is it like a new game plus kind of situation that you're going to yes. be doing? OK, I have no idea. I have not looked into what new game plus is yet, but I'm. If it lets you carry over like anything, I think that'd be super cool to be able to do that. Yeah. Like carry over your weapon upgrades or something. I don't know how they would do it, but I'm I'm very interested to see what that is. And then I definitely do want to try Moon Crash afterwards. Uh, just because like this gameplay loop is really fun. One thing I will say is like if you're not crafting more ammo, like it is kind of Bioshock like where like you're gonna run out of ammo and have to use a gun that you don't necessarily love or whatever, but there's also like you don't have to get into combat necessarily like you can sneak around snoop around like there's there's like access hatchways and like you know uh air ducts and stuff you can go through to like get around stuff and you can use your glue gun to like make little platforms and go up the walls and all that sort of stuff you can it's it's super cool man i highly recommend people try it out and it's on game pass so like why not and i think the Dishonored games are on game pass as well they are well because they they're owned now by them so why not put them up there you know Bethesda. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's freaking great. Like, it's, apparently, I own it on Steam. I yeah, I own I own hey one and two. I don't. I think I own Prey on PS4, unfortunately, but it's on Game Pass. So if I ever wanted to, play yeah, it, I got I it on Game Pass it. and PC, and uh, and I'm I, I'm really really excited to dip into it again. I I don't know that I would ever go back to that as much as I would. I, personally, I'm like I'd rather go back to Dishonored like all the time. Like, that's just my feeling, because I just like the setting more. I'm also just not as into hardcore, like, sci-fi as much as... Oh, baby. Which which is funny, because, like, I, a lot of people would think I am, but I'm just not. Like, that, it, it, it has to be, like, a specific kind of sci-fi to really, like, grab me, and most of it doesn't. Um, I'm, I'm way more into the, like, London kind of, whatever they call, oil punk aesthetic of Dishonored and, like, weird magic and all that i'm into that stuff i certainly have a type (laughs) speaking of uh not to go on off of too much of a tangent but um are either of you planning on playing mass effect legendary edition no yeah i'm i i love those games black friday buy but i don't know that i need to go back and i love those i'm not even buying it's such a commitment and i already did it and it's like what am i gonna do just relive my story again like eh. yeah I played it like the one time, you know. So. They run very well and everything, and it's yeah. all, you know, they look great and all that. And, and I'm very happy for and that's awesome. everybody that. But, like, yeah. that's an 80-hour-something commitment. I'm like, mm, yeah, I got time for that. there with you. And, I again, it's like I did that already. Like, I, I had that experience. Like, why would I have it again? Like, I had a very specific experience where, like, my one and two playthroughs were, like, perfect, and then right. my three playthrough, I literally had to not do any side missions. And so everything was like super fucking dire and depressing. <laughs> uh, but I actually liked that. Like everybody basically died, you know, like, yeah, name a character. They're fucking dead. Like by the end of my <laughs> save, like, but it but I, I felt like my ending was like super bittersweet. And I also accomplished the thing I meant to accomplish, even though like everybody and myself died in the process. And I'm like. I did that and I liked my ending. Like, I don't know that I want to do it again and just be like, yeah, oh, one yeah. time I did this, one time I did that. It's like, eh, 
No, I did that already. It'd be like if you were playing a D&D &D campaign with your friends and then you kind of like wrapped it up and then they were like, hey, want to do that same thing again? It's like, well, we just had this. We just had it like we had the experience. Yeah. Like, let's just live with that now and do something else. It, the release of this. Sorry, Bri, if you're are you done on Prey? I don't yeah, want to go on. It's freaking that. it's freaking great. Play it. <laughs> <laughs> Catch the fever. It yeah. uh, catch the fever. It's like a new it, TM. We need to start adding. To yeah, that's going to be the new T-shirt. Yeah. The first uh, platform T-shirt. Josh, the you keep catch saying it, so I'm just like, I'm just going to lean into it. Why not? Yeah. I don't even remember where I picked it up from. Like I heard it, probably it's like in the office or something, and I just we said it like I always dozens just said it dozens jokingly. of episodes ago. Yeah, I always and, just say yeah. it jokingly when I'm telling people about something I like because I know I ramble <laughs> a lot, so I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, this thing, it's good. Catch the fever or whatever. No, I mean, I was, uh, what I was going to say is I was looking at the original Xbox games that are backwards compatible right now. Mm -hmm. And then I was looking at like the top, a bunch of like different sites, like top uh, Xbox games of all time. Um, and trying to see like what was missing that really jumped out. Um, and I feel like there, we're, we're starting to get to a point where we're running out of games to like that meaningful games, like to re-release um, and Im like give that HD up res important of. things. You'd say like things that have stuck around. Cause yeah. I'm like, dude, there are a lot of random fucking games. But like, that's Yeah. Like now you're getting to like, yeah. like I would love to see the Simpsons hit and run like, you know, uh, in, in, in you HD and everybody format. else. Cause that game was well, yeah. hilarious and fun. But like we got like like we got battle for bikini bottom like we're we're running out of these I don't know like these like very important games for my childhood I guess like to get like revitalized in like this new way and not only that but even like just get like sequels of them in a modern age like and, and like all joking aside like Super but, Metroid <laughs> Banjo Kazooie like we haven't had one of those in a while like there's there aren't many franchises anymore that I feel like. I could look back on and be like, man, we like we need this. Um, there's like a handful anymore. You guys. That I feel like they haven't tapped into. I, I feel like I feel like like we had like a run where like we were getting like we, we got like Spyro. We got Crash. We yeah. got CTR. You know, we got like a couple. And then it was just like. What else? Maybe we got? We'll get Mass Effect. And then like we get it. But it's like. But we're we're definitely not getting Dead Space. We're definitely not getting. You know really, what I mean? Like, we really but should. Like all though. those ones. We should, but we're I not think gonna. We should. Yeah, like I think we should, but like I, I think what Back Compat does is this weird thing, especially because Xbox is doing it so well. Yeah. Um, it does this thing where it's like we don't really need to do that. Like the the software will do it for us, and they can just play the original one. Yeah. Um, like I'm looking at like the original Splinter Cell, which games. like definitely never stopped anybody on uh what was it well ps3 and yeah like when yeah, like, like when they were era. like yeah you can still play that one but they still tried to sell us you know up the hd collection they did that near the end though when they had taken away like ps2 emulation yeah. and stuff and yeah. i think that was more of like a let's see what happens and then it turned out that people really liked it and that really started the trend and then we just have sort of gotten to a point where people want that stuff, and I definitely want that. Like, again, and I know Nintendo will never do it. They'll never do it. 
they'll never want they'll never get a uh, a remake or like an HD remaster at least at the bare minimum of something like Eternal Darkness because they published yeah, it and the developer of it literally doesn't exist anymore. So a remaster is basically out of the question because who knows where that that source code just might not even exist anymore. Yeah. And also uh like the assets definitely don't exist anymore unless some random person in Canada who worked at Silicon Knights has a disc in their closet, right? Uh, but like, so they'd have to remake that from the ground up or like somehow reverse engineer it, which would be probably even harder than just remaking the game from the ground up. And also they're just not going to do it because they don't care. And also no one played it. Yeah. Like, I think that game is incredibly important and interesting and great. And I think if it, if they did remake it and it came out today, people would love fucking love it. But are they ever going to do that? Probably not. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's a shame, but I do. Yeah, I, do like, I do like the, I do like that companies are leaning into the backwards compatibility. Cause then it's also like, if I have this old copy of this game in my closet, I don't have to bust out the whole other box and like, Oh, does my TV even work with it? And all that stuff. It's like, no, I just pop it in. It's, it's fine. Yeah. And like, we're also getting that with like Nintendo switch online where like I can play super Metroid on switch. I can play super Mario world on switch with co-op with people who are far away from me through the yeah. internet, like, which is really cool. Like it is cool. You know, I, and, and honestly with, with the way that things have gone for basically the last generation of gaming, it's, I'm kind of hesitant to even like, you know, as long as we're being, you know, caricatures of ourselves. you know, Chris asking for Banjo-Kazooie as much as I want him to get that. Like for me personally, I'm hesitant to even ask for a remake of Super Metroid because they would probably one remake it in terrible looking 2.5 D. So it would look like bloodstained or two, they would remake it and put it in 3D like prime, which is not what I want. Like, yeah, yeah. Prime is I like feel its like, own thing. So, like, it and wouldn't, so wouldn't many people. Right. I know so many people for whom like Prime is the game. Like that is like their favorite game of all time. And I'm just like, that's not what I want from Metroid. Like, we we have other like games like Prey are better versions of that. Like Metroid Prime is not. I mean, I think a lot great of that, at platforming. A lot of that is, is nostalgia. Yeah. Like it's yeah, I mean you know like that's how I, I used feel, to but I used to feel that way that about that opening game. that and opening theme though for Metroid Prime slaps real hard though. I mean, there's but a lot music in is Metroid like the Prime most, that is yeah. incredible. I'm just saying, but, I'm I'm with yeah. you. It's a hard and very obtuse game that I probably would never want to go back to, but that opening theme still slaps real hard. Yeah, like I well, think like, as a 13 yeah. year old Chris Shriver or however old I was when that game came out, yeah, like, it was something like that. I was like 13, it, 14. Yeah, like it. I had all the time in the world. So it was like one of those games that you really could get lost in. And like, yeah. I mean, God, I don't even know how long that game takes to beat. Like, it's got to be. It's probably not that long, but it's me. also hard as balls. So when I was young, it up, Chris. It was yeah, like, like, when I was a kid, that game easily took me 30, 40 hours. Yeah, like, same. I definitely got my money's worth out of it. But like 14 um, hours main story, 15 main plus extras, completionist, 18 hours. That's longer than I, I Yeah, I thought. bet you it took me about uh, 25 to 30 for the completionist run. Um I was a young, dumb kid, but yeah, same. Yeah, like it. I don't know, and maybe it is just that I'm older, and like there, there are games that I just that click, and I, you know, I know how to play, and then there are other ones where I'm just like, this is, this is over my head, or this is not my thing. Um, but yeah, like there's just certain 
I'm, I'm reaching, and we've talked about this before, Bri, where, like, you know, like, uh, Link to the Past. Like, do I really need to go back and play Link to the Past? Like, how many times have I done that? Yeah, um, a lot. Know? And <laughs> and I'm, I worry for the day when that happens with the GameCube era, um, because, like, in general, like, because a lot of those games I still look at, like, really fondly, like, you know, Beautiful Joe and, oh, um, you know, it. like, there's, but, like, there's so many, like, weird nuggets in that library that are kind of lost to time. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, if I want to play, I'll just play like the old one. Like it, I don't, I don't see them ever remaking beautiful Joe or like, you know, doing an HD. No, I of would it or, love that though. Cause beautiful Joe is awesome. Yeah. But it'll, it'll never happen. But like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm at the point where I'm so limited on time that I'd rather just play the new hotness like the new Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. But see, I'm always like, what because I'm, saying, I'm limited dude. in time, it's like, I want to just play something quick or something that's like, doesn't require yeah. my full attention, right? But I'm still kind of feel like I'm doing something, if that makes sense. Or doesn't disrespect our time. Yeah, well. like Diablo is well, a really yeah, good example. It's like, I can just hop in, like, do some riffs hit some things you know and like feel like i did something because like yeah or like hey spend 15 20 minutes and do a run yeah exactly yeah. yeah it's like those are great yeah and and with roguelikes it's like oh you get all of the progression of like an entire rpg but just shoved into 20 minutes you know and that feels yeah. kind of cool to do like it's it's like uh it's hard for me when someone's like yeah this game's like 50 hours but not even that if someone's like this game's 18 hours i'm like oof Cause it's just like a long time for me to be totally in, you know, I don't and know. also something I just, I just thought about is like, and I guess this kind of is like a step up and a more holistic, um, look at what I was saying earlier of like, if I got super Metroid remake, it would be either 2.5 D and kind of gross looking with a bunch of nasty polygons, or they just totally redo it in first person. I don't I mean, even think you remastered you games that. used to be, Remastered games used to be like The Last of Us Remastered, where it was just higher resolution, better textures, uh, you know, better or more stable frame rate. That's it. Same yeah. exact game. It just looks better, plays better, feels better. Nowadays, we, we you could get that. You could get Demon Souls, where it's almost the same game. But it's basically but it's like, a full-on remake. But it's essentially the same, but it's a full remake. You could get Final Fantasy VII remake, where it's like not actually a remake at all. It's totally different it's like and almost kind like of a, a commentary sequel, on the first weirdly. game. Yeah. yeah. Or you could get you could get something like uh, what was it Metroid: Samus Returns, which is Metroid Two, except they introduce a parry mechanic that's like super core to the game, and it's like this isn't what I asked for. Like this is not like. The safest thing is to do The Last of Us Remastered, where it's it's just a better looking new version of the old game that you can play on your new stuff. And I think that that or or Demon Souls, like where it's a full remake, you've just redone all the stuff, you've added a few pieces of armor that weren't in the original, and you've kind of like made some things more readable like and polished it up. You made some changes but you've left some exploits or, or, or like shortcuts in that like weren't really intended, but the devs are okay with, you know, but like as soon as you, as you start substantially changing it, it stops <laughs> being 
a remaster or remake of that game and it starts being just something else. And I feel like that's so risky and I get it. Like if you're if you're somebody like like Bluepoint or somebody who like remakes games or upscales them or remasters them like you want to put your own spin on something. But that is risky. And when you're trying to bring something forward to the modern age, I think you need to stay as true to it as you possibly can while making it the best it can be. And I think that Demon Souls is like a new gold standard for how to do that. Yeah. Um, and that's that's also like it's kind of fraught. Or Or you get something where it's like the Mario collection where it's like you didn't do anything to this. Well, and that's what I think what's weird with... I don't know what this generation of like remakes and remasters is going to look like. Um, I mean, maybe you'll get a, like I, I think it it makes sense to um, if you're going to do the Mario HD collection, don't charge me sixty dollars for it. Like yeah. you know, if make it make it like thirty, make it thirty. Yeah, yeah, like make it thirty bucks, and it's like cool. All right, I can play this game on this console. But like, um, if you're going to completely overhaul it the way like you know Shadow Colossus, Demon Souls, all these games did, then like, all right, then I can get kind of get behind that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, people keep buying them. Maybe it's just cause I haven't in a while. Like there's just, there hasn't been one that I've been like, Oh, it's happening. Like in a, in yeah. a while for me, um, to even think about really. It's um, a really short list to even think of the games that I would want to play again in that way that are old enough like that haven't been brought back. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, that's a top, maybe a topic for another time. Yeah. Yeah. A good one. Anyways, thank you, listeners and viewers, for joining us for episode 178 of The Platformers. If you have thoughts or topics you want to hear us discuss uh, that are not Valheim, uh, let us know at Platformers. Let us know at Platformers Pod. Uh, We're at Platformers Pod on Twitter, Instagram, all the places, um, uh, including, uh, and you can also watch the show. Uh, as some of you have here at twitch.tv slash platformers pod. And you can check out uh, older episodes, which are going to be archived at youtube.com slash platformers pod. Uh, if you want to talk to us individually, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ribnax, R I B N A X. Chris is going to hate this, but me and my friends played Valheim this last weekend and had a oh, fucking. Talk about that one next time. Had a fucking blast. It was so fun. I come on this podcast. I think I can trust him. John's doing a happy dance somewhere. I always liked the game. I just never talked about it really. Um, Well, let's talk about it next week and give the people what they want. Yeah. No, we're it's okay. We it's fine. Um, Don't give them the satisfaction. Anyway, I don't tweet that much, but if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at uh, the Jawa Josh, and then. Uh, if you would like to see all the cool video essay stuff I do, you can go to youtube.com slash braintap. I am still, I'm telling you, still head down in this Spider-Man thing. I have to, I had to read like two books for this thing. All right. Cut me some slack, but it's coming along. I'm, I'm like super. I don't think digging. everybody's, I don't think anybody's giving you a hard time. Josh. I don't think anybody is. <laughs> I think the people are being patient. Yeah, I know. Where's the video? Where's the video? Uh, I am happy with the, the stuff that's been cut so far and I'm continuing to write and I'm actually really happy with the script and stuff. So excited for that to come out but that's um, that's what i'm working on nice you can find me at shrives 93 i tweet pretty often 
And he's pretty good and at I, it. And I and I and I like to think I'm pretty good at it. The likes do not reflect it. <laughs> yep. Hey, it's the same for me, buddy. But how is your engagement? <laughs> Nobody likes anything I say. No. But that's fine. I'm just Nobody yelling into the ether. Everybody hates me and all the bands that I love. So there you go. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, please review us on your podcast platform of choice. We're on uh, Google Play, the Apple, uh, Apple Podcast Store, Spotify, all that sort of stuff. Um, and... Give us a follow and click that bell icon and subscribe on YouTube and on Twitch, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and if you have a good time with the show, um, please, please join us live. It's a blast. Uh, and tell friends about it. Uh, from everyone here at The Platformers, uh, we hope you all have a wonderful week. And stay safe out there because until next time, we are out.